Welcome to Take 10 with Pastor Don. I'm Don McGarvey, pastor of the Troy Mills Christian Church in Troy Mills, Iowa. Several years ago, I became aware of a verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 that has really helped me. Here's what Paul wrote there. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God. That verse meant a lot to me because most of the time I felt like I was always insufficient. And to be honest with you, I was. And so are you. I love the uh, way another translation of the Bible puts it. It uses the word qualification. Our qualification comes from God. Our sufficiency comes from God. Another translation used the word our competency. It says that our competency comes from God. I think once in a while, some of us um, have some problems accepting the fact that we just aren't enough in and of ourselves. We like to think that we're strong. We don't want to be dependent upon anybody else. We don't want to appear weak, and we certainly never want to appear like we don't know what we're doing. Whether you're a farmer, a CPA, uh, or pastor, carpenter, plumber, housewife, doctor, none of us ever want to appear like we don't have the abilities to do the things that we're supposed to do. It's just difficult. The fact is that there are times when we don't know what to do, or we know part of what we're to do, but not all of what we need to do. That's tough for some of us to deal with. It's a real blow to our pride or our own sense of self-sufficiency. Most of us have probably been raised to be self-sufficient. Some of us maybe were raised to be dependent, but I don't think most of us grew up with the idea of wanting to be dependent on somebody else for the rest of our lives. You know, if we're privileged to live long enough, we're going to encounter situations where we either don't understand what's going on or we don't know what to do about what's going on. Or it's highly likely that we're going to encounter situations where we not only don't know what to do, but we don't understand why things are happening the way they are, and everything just seems to be out of control. And none of us like it when life seems to be out of control. The truth is that it's out of control more often than what we want to admit to. But an even greater truth, an overarching truth, is that life, your life and my life, is never out of control for God. When our lives seem out of control, we need to lean on God just a little bit more. We need to listen a little closer, and then we need to make sure that we do what He tells us to do exactly the way He tells us to do it. Don't try to find a shortcut. It won't work. One time I was talking about this with a group of people and someone asked me if God being our sufficiency or our competence eliminates the need for us to study or to prepare ourselves for service to God or whatever it is you're doing. The answer to the question is no, it doesn't eliminate the need to study. I think it just enhances the need to study and increases the need to study. The Apostle Paul wrote a very powerful set of instructions to his son in, in the Lord, Timothy, Pastor Timothy. He was the pastor of the church in Ephesus. 
And in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, Paul wrote, Be diligent, Timothy, to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Paul was telling Timothy, don't take a shortcut on studying God's word. You need to do that. Another translation of that verse says, work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. I love that phrase, be a good worker. We want God's approval in our lives. We we shouldn't care about man's approval, but most of us do. We want more crops. We want uh, less mistakes. We want to be known for how uh, diligent we are and how accurate we are and how, how eloquent we are. Um, but we really only should be seeking God's approval in our lives. Now, my belief regarding those instructions that Paul wrote to Timothy is that we need to work harder than ever before to know God, to know His Word, and to live our lives in a way that shows others the power of God at work. (laughs) Another time when I was talking about Paul's writing in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 with a group of people, someone asked me where the Holy Spirit comes into play when it comes to us being sufficient or qualified or competent. Well, in John chapter 14 and verse 26, Jesus told the disciples and us two things about the work of the Holy Spirit. Here's what he said, one of them was, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, listen to this one, he will teach you all things. He's our teacher. He will guide us into all truth. Now, the second thing Jesus told the disciples about the Holy Spirit was that he would also bring to your remembrance all the things that I've said to you. He will remind us of what we've learned. And some of us need a lot of reminders from time to time, don't we? A couple of chapters later, in John chapter 16, Jesus refers to the Holy Spirit as our guide into all truth. Now, I might be mistaken, but I don't think these promises about the Holy Spirit or the promise of God being our competency or sufficiency eliminates our responsibility to study or to be prepared to the best of our abilities. Now, let me put this caveat in there. The best of my abilities really is never enough. No matter how good it is, it's never enough. It's never sufficient for what I'm facing out there, nor is it for you. And so we always need the help of the Holy Spirit to take what we've learned, what we've studied, what we've prepared, and to add His part into that to help us be competent and sufficient for the things that we have in front of us to do. Now, these promises about God being our competency and sufficiency are meant for the times when our study and our preparation isn't enough. We need to understand that. And when that happens, we have the assurance that God will step in. I've been called uh, out in an impromptu situations and, Pastor, what do you think about this? Or what should we do about this? Or what does the Word of God say? And there's times where the Holy Spirit just brings back to my memory passages of scriptures that I've studied maybe years ago. I once told some students that being prepared and spending more time studying is like handing the Holy Spirit more ammunition that he can use. Another reason that I believe in studying and preparing is that science has discovered that you and I will never forget anything we've ever learned. We only forget that we learned it. 
Everything you've ever learned is stored somewhere in your brain. Whether it was something you learned about farming and putting crops in, or whether it was something you learned about doing books or making a right diagnosis or, 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 or making the sales, closing the deal. Uh, everything you've learned about those things is still stored somewhere in your brain. And the right stimulus will cause you to remember it. The right stimulus is the Holy Spirit. God sent his spirit to help us remember the things that we've learned about God and his word and how to apply them to our lives and to the lives of other people that we come in contact with. <laughs> Another time I was talking about these verses with some folks and somebody asked me about just, well, why don't you as a pastor just open your mouth and allow the Holy Spirit to fill it? You know, that sounds really spiritual. And I think this person thought I wasn't very spiritual because I used notes and I spent a lot of time studying. And I laughed when they asked me about just allowing the Holy Spirit to fill my mouth. And I said, you know, most of the time when I open my mouth without studying or taking the time to prepare, I end up filling my own mouth with my foot. When we study and prepare ourselves to the best of our ability, no matter what your profession if you're an accountant or farmer or nurse or a doctor or a carpenter or a pastor, you, we need to present ourselves before God fully prepared and then allow him to guide us and to use us to be an influence wherever we might be. Let me end this with this. There may be times in our lives when we find ourselves in situations that we didn't expect and we didn't have the opportunity to study or to be prepared. That's when the Holy Spirit steps up and fills our mouth with the right words and shows himself to be a powerful helper for each and every one of us. Well, that's our time for this time. Thanks for taking the time to join us. And if you haven't subscribed, if you have subscribed, I'm sorry, thank you. If you haven't, please uh, ring the bell and subscribe today. And as always, if you are comfortable with doing so, please tell your friends about us. And thanks again for joining us, and God bless.